Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Kurtz here. Hey, George, how are the Islanders doing, George? Hour two, weekend fantasy update Sunday, me and Kurtz. It's baseball time right around the corner. We'll go through uh, the betting board. George is doing pretty good with those totals and sides. Hopefully we can catch a, a big fish like the Baltimore Orioles today, too. Lots of fun Sunday baseball gets early. George is fired up. And he had a nice night in his man cave, making money and watching games. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, too. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sounds good to me, too, man. <laughs> yeah, get that barbecue fired up again, George. Back-to-back jacks, baby. Let's do it. Nice day, Sunday. How's the weather there? Perfect? Good uh, barbecue weather? It is. Uh, today's a nice day. I think it's uh, mid-70s here. Uh, Perfect. Sun, sun is out here. Put up the canopy yesterday so I don't get uh, burned to a crisp when I'm in my Smart. backyard. Wow, you got the you I, got the sunsetter roofer, those ones that, hey, our deck stays cool. It went down 20 degrees. Or you just got, you got a canopy. I, 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 don't have, I don't have a deck. I got a patio. So, uh, oh, good for you. But, uh as you as you know, I, I burn under a lamp, so uh, the canopy outside. Oh, so is do a I, must. George. Have you yeah. have you not seen me before? I'm I'm pretty yeah, milky, you... and then in the summer I get real hot, like blister, blister hot. Yeah, I I, I, I like the sun, but I gotta be careful. Uh, I got I got one of those safari hats, you know, the ones uh, I <laughs> yeah. around here. Yeah, yeah, I got the same one, like those bucket fish hats that I got. I uh, got one at the Masters, like the old uh, ninety year old fisherman guy. Yeah, I got those too. Uh, the, the 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 total protection, George, for every part of my dome. You know what I mean? It's good. It does the the old neck too. Yeah, I wear uh, a sunscreen uh, high number over under uh, forty, usually around a fifty or sixty. I'm fifty. I, yeah. I'm 50. Yeah, I haven't hit the 100 range yet. I haven't done like the, the one that's made of like graphite or titanium. Haven't hit that <laughs> level, but uh, we're getting close. <laughs> the one that comes out to a garbage bag, they just cover your whole body with it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, but I've, uh, if, you, well, if you want to laugh, though, you want to hear many colorful words, you'll see me put this canopy up by myself. It's like a 13 by 13 canopy. Things freaking huge. And it's it's got that thing in the middle where I think it'll, uh, I guess if you're barbecuing under it, it lets the smoke go through. Oh, There's no place wow. to attach the damn thing. <laughs> So I just I, I just stuffed it up there, man. I don't know what the hell is going on. I, I don't know how this thing was supposed to go on, but uh, either way, it's it's up. That's that's the bottom line. It's up, damn it, and I won't get burned under it. Yeah, my neighbors are hating. I don't know what happened to. And for people out there, just I don't know if you're listening outside any type of device. Like, be careful with the barbecue. Yesterday, I was I was watching baseball, George, in the afternoon and the, the Canadian Open golf and stuff. And I had some chicken going, and then I just saw flames like searing out the side. I got a wooden fence too, right behind the barbecue. Like things got really close to dangerous. I had a lot of grease building up at the bottom, and man, when that uh, when those chicken thighs, because they got a lot of fat, hit the grease, I had a real problem. Like I almost had it like a towering inferno. I had to turn off the gas every thing and it was still going for a while there be careful like i almost burned down my neighbor's fence he would have loved that they already hate me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, my my, my one neighbor on my one side he uh, he moved out a couple of months ago no one's moved in yet so i'm safe there but i i do know enough not to have a barbecue near anything it's in the middle of uh at the end of the patio it's not near the house not near anything wooden so I, i don't have to worry about that but uh, barbecue today does sound good. You're getting always get me hungry, Cam. I swear, I every show. That's now what I'm, I do, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking outside now. I'm like, it's a nice day. I can watch the ball game out yep. there. You know, 
me, my, my daughter wants me to put up a volleyball net. She's big into volleyball. So nice. My, my mom, my mom should, got her like a professional net. You should be net, happy, so. though. Your kids, like, the thing is, George, I know a lot of kids, like, I, I'm by a track here. The teenagers I see are out in, like, the woods there, like, groping each other, smoking dubs, like, you know, hanging out with some real straggly characters. And your kids are, like, uh, wanted to play volleyball. You must have done a very, very good job as a, as a father, George. You should be proud of yourself because the kids in my area, they're not uh, playing volleyball. They're, they're looking for trouble. I always got to lock my windows and stuff, too. Like I got people lurking around uh, the complex. A lot, a lot of shady characters these days, and they're getting younger and younger too. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much is today's uh, today's. Cause I, <laughs> I sound like an old ones. man. I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared of the kids. <laughs> here they come. I wish they listen. If the kids are playing more ball outside here. I'd go play with them. Yeah, exactly. You know, play basketball or hockey. Exactly. I'd go play with them. You don't see it very much here. My youngest daughter just go, always tries to find somebody with a pool. Girls are girls are fish. Yeah. I swear. Yeah, hey, want to stay cool in the summer? No, I, 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 I'm not really down with the pool that much because, as I mentioned before, George, I got to put on the liquids and and and, and uh, lather up, right? They say it's waterproof, but it's not. Like, you know what I mean? I'm always reapplying. Uh, sunblock's not cheap. Like, a bottle of that stuff costs, like, for the good stuff, costs, like, 10, 20 bucks. Like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not in the mood to, uh, you know, go to BJ's and to buy, uh, you know, 20 cases of copper tone for the summer. I don't, I don't have enough money for that. I got to hit real winners because uh, people don't understand. Real sunblock, if you get the good stuff, like, because I got the dermatology, it's, it's expensive. It's not like $2.99. You can't go down and buy the junk. I got to get the stuff that prevents cancer, you know? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm the same with you. Listen, uh, my my mom. I had skin cancer in my family, so I got to be careful here. Me too. And certainly, when I was younger, I was stupid. So uh, I've had I've had some poisoning. I think twice in my life. I will not have it a third time. For those of you who don't know, sun poisoning, uh, your skin bubbles. It literally bubbles. And I remember I got it once because I, I was probably about nineteen, twenty. Went to Jones Beach, very popular beach on Long Island here. Go to the beach and uh, I was fell asleep and I just rubbed a little bit of lotion on my, on my back. And when I, I got toasted, I mean, I literally got toasted where it looked like I had the map of the United States on my back, literally. <laughs> and uh, I, I went to, but it, it's gross. I went to play basketball after, and someone pushed. You know, you know, basketball. You're gonna get oh, pushed. Yeah. And my skin, my skin moved. That was not uh, good. That uh, hurt like hell, you know. And I, I was out of commission for a couple of days. They had to put uh, special treatment and creams on there uh, to, to get it to calm down. And I had that that scar that mapped the United States on my back for years. It, not anymore. Yeah. Oh, but I know. Years I, it, it was there. Yeah, I got already something taken out on uh, my ankle. We'll get the the Sean Sean Angle and get the NASCAR picks for the Firekeepers uh, Casino there, George. So you can call your brother with your baseball picks and get. Uh, well, I, I do the NASCAR segment. I'll just tell you one quick story before I go. I went up to my buddy's cottage. Uh, we were drinking and water skiing, and uh, we were driving back. And uh, I don't know what happened that night. I didn't realize like the the, the lotion. I think it was like a number eight because they didn't have anything else, and we were in the middle of nowhere. So I put that on as like eight's better than nothing. No, it was basically like putting myself into a. Fr- Frying pan, so all day party and drinking whatever. I was in a Dairy Queen. We needed food, whatever. I literally like was there, stood up and like face planted right in the middle of the, like like I had sunstroke. Boom, like a tree smashed like all over the floor there. I passed out. Like my buddy had to drive me home to a hospital. I had blisters all over myself, and I was like going to be a camp counselor like the next day. Like skin's falling off. So yeah, I don't really like the sun too much. I got to uh, really take it easy. But yeah, the people in uh, Dairy Queen they got more than their uh, money's worth for a blizzard. They saw a big big ginger hit the deck. It was pretty scary. Yeah, some point there's no joke, man. Uh, yeah. I know we, we sound like the old farts here, but PSA, I'm telling you from a guy that knows and has had like things removed for possible skin cancer. No, guys, like seriously, if you're having fun out there, especially if you're having a couple drinks, like lather up and uh, take care of it. Well, hey, uh, we got the NASCAR vroom vroom on Sundays and uh, Sean Engel, not just our buddy uh, helped producing the show. He is the man and he's been hitting some uh, good DFS picks, hitting a couple winners. And this week we're going to the Firekeepers Casino. 400 in Michigan so uh, you know usual suspects there Uh, Sean are you there buddy how are you is he there I am here now Cam hey Sean how you doing buddy Uh, uh, we're in Michigan this week vroom vroom (laughs) yeah get that the usual guys Get it started, buddy. Fumes and uh, it looks like kind of the usual suspects here. At the I, I like the fact it's the Fires Keepers Casino 400. Uh, nice sponsor, Sean. I like it. Oh yeah, a sponsor that's all about betting, and I know you're a big betting man, Cam. 
I sure am, buddy. So what do we do with this um, track here? It seems like the usual suspects. I know Kevin Harvick has a good lineage. He can't seem to close the door, but basically a top two or three pick. He's on fire. He's the second favorite at 4-1. to one. Kyle Busch, as usual, the favorite at plus 260. Martin Truex Jr., he's 6-1 to one to win. Kozlowski, very good track record here, 6-1 to one to win. Joey Logano, first in the pole. I think he has the pole position, plus 650. Chase Elliott at 10. Kyle Larson at 14. Your boy that helped me win money before Clint Boyer at 16 and Denny Hamlin 18 to 1 Ryan Blaney 18 to 1 and Kurt Busch all these guys that are 20 to 1 or better Kurt Busch is 20 to 1 what do we got here Sean tell the people about the Firekeepers Casino 400 in Michigan and what to look forward to so this track this week at Michigan this is the fastest track on the entire NASCAR circuit it has the longest straightaways the corners are very wide and there's plenty of passing zones so we are going to be able to see some movement throughout the field today and especially with certain drivers qualifying a bit further back in the field like as mentioned before Kyle Busch Chase Elliott even somebody like Chris Boucher who's starting in 31st position yeah I can expect somebody like him to climb up into the top 20 but again Kyle Busch and Chase Elliott, both starting 15th or further back. You even got, got over here Eric Jones in 14th, Jimmy Johnson in 19th. A lot of these drivers are at least going to climb up a few positions here. But if you're looking for some of the top guys to start building lineups around, of course you got to go with somebody like, say, Kevin Harvick, who's starting in the third position. It's looking pretty good throughout practices, too. I believe he's going to be pretty competitive for a win this week, even though he still hasn't won a race yet this season. Yeah, no, Harvick and his numbers at Michigan are very, very good. And it's kind of like, Sean, we were talking about, like golfers. Some guys like short courses. Some guys like long courses. Some guys, you know what I mean, to, to the strength of their game, tee to green. Other guys putting. So you, you, it's kind of like car drivers. These guys have a certain things that they like. Certain uh, race courses are correlated, too. So there's guys that have success on ter- certain type of courses. That's something when you're doing your DFS and betting uh, that you need to look forward to. Oh, yeah, and especially... Uh, again, this is one of those tracks where you're looking at the practice results and looking to see which drivers had the fastest laps, which drivers had the best 10 consecutive lap average. These are the sort of statistics you want to study up and look for just so you can know who's going to be better in comparison to the rest of the field. And right now, as that stands, it's looking like these Stuart Haas racing cars, you know, Kevin Harvick, uh, Eric Almarola, Kurt Busch. And um, uh, Daniel Suarez, all three, all four of these drivers are looking pretty strong this week, Cam. So I'm expecting some pretty nice results out of them this week. I like what my book has done. One of my books that I'm on, I've just gone shopping, Sean. And I'll go through this before we get to your top DFS uh, plays and lineups and your picks to click and win. They have to win outright. They have uh, manufacturers, too, the winning manufacturers. So Ford is plus 110. Toyota is plus 140, and Chevy, the underdog, at plus uh, 350. Are you leaning uh, Ford or Toyota? I'm definitely leaning Ford this week. A lot of the top drivers throughout practices so far, and a lot of the more recent winners, including last year's winner at this particular event, was Ford. So overall, I'm definitely expecting the Ford drivers to be very, very strong today, Cam. I like that. And top five finishes. So this is cool. They got a lot of nice options for this race. Usually they just do it for, yeah, it's good. These guys are expanding here. So Kyle Busch is minus 250 to be top five. Kevin Harvick is minus 175. It's getting a little bit lower. Kozlowski's good to me. He's only 125. I think I kind of like that one. Brad Kozlowski, top five, minus 125. Truex Jr., minus 125. And then Logano, even money. Chase Elliott, plus 137. Is there a guy that you like uh, there, Sean? Maybe Boyer, Blaney, Hamlin, one of those guys where you can get a little bit of plus money. Give me a lock and a guy at plus money that you like uh, for a top five finish this week. Out of all those guys you mentioned, the ones that I'm definitely liking is definitely Clint Boyer because he's been looking very good throughout practices. And you got to remember, he is the driver that won this race last year, too. So that's another thing we do have to keep in mind. Another driver that I'm liking as far as uh, maybe going down the betting spectrum is Chase Elliott, starting 17th. But I'm definitely expecting him to climb up and get a top 10. He's been very consistent the last few weeks, and he's adapted to this new rules package very well now that's the other thing the rules package with how the cars are driving this week is completely new to this track so 
overall, it's going to be pretty interesting to watch, but there still is going to be some things we can expect with just how, how the equipment has been for drivers this season. So for somebody like Chase Elliott or Clint Boyer, both of these guys I'm expecting to have pretty good results today. Sean, I got another one for you, too. But then after this, you can give us our best uh, DFS build-around locks to put in your lineup and a couple cheaper prices for DraftKings and FanDuel. I got matchups. Elliott versus Logano. Logano minus 150. Suarez versus Jones. Pick them. Bush. Kurt Bush versus Eric Almarola. Almarola. Pick them. Kyle Bush, minus 160. Kevin Harvick, plus 140. And Kyle Larson, minus 125. Ryan Blaney, uh, plus 105. And Martin Truex Jr. and Brad Keselowski, pick them. Do you like any of those? There are definitely quite a few matchups. Uh, let's just go by them maybe one by one on a few of them just to see um, uh, we can get some nice focus on here, Cam. Sure. So Chase Elliott versus Joey Logano. Logano's the favorite. I'm leaning towards Elliott here. Logano, even though he's had a decent car throughout practices, Elliott's been looking a little bit better. Perfect. Okay, and he's a dog too. See, Sean, you're, you're reading my mail. Suarez versus Jones, pick him. That is a tough call right there because I'm expecting both of these drivers to end up finishing in the top 10, but overall I am leaning a bit more towards Jones. He's been looking a little bit better. He starts a little bit further back, but I'm expecting him to climb up into the top 10. Kyle Busch, minus 160. Kevin Harvick, plus 140. I am going to go with Harvick here. Starts closer to the front. He's looked a little bit better overall throughout practices. Going to go all Harv here. I like it, Sean. You're giving me all dogs, too. I like that. Uh, and Truex Jr. versus Keselowski. Pick them. I am definitely leaning towards Keselowski here. Michigan is his home track, and even though he's never won, he has a pretty good-looking car in order to get that possibly accomplished today. And Larson versus Blaney, Larson minus 125. I am going to be going with Blaney here. It's looked, it looked a little bit better, starts a little bit closer to the front overall. Nice, Joe. I like Sean's style. So dogs, 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 and more dogs in the matchups. And a pick them too, Sean. I like your style. We're not done yet, though. We'll get your best picks to click. I guess on the other side, we'll do our best to your top DFS plays for the race. And we'll do uh, some value plays, too. Because if you build your team around the top guys, you're going to need some cheaper price guys to make the puzzle fit. Me and, me and Kurtz afterwards, we'll go through the baseball board, George. We got some games coming up just after 1 o'clock for betting purposes, for DFS purposes, and a whole lot more. George and I will break down the stanley cup final anything you guys want we got it here betting dfs it's the weekend fantasy update sunday show stewart engel kurtz that's the team baby we're back from the nfl to the nba dailyroto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy you can get the best dfs nfl coverage all season long for a price of 129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the elite package at 59.99 per month if you use the promo code fntsy you get 10 percent off your daily roto package go to dailyroto.com pick your nfl or elite package enter promo code fntsy and you'll be on your way to becoming the next daily roto millionaire Welcome back to the show. We're talking to our NASCAR expert producer and friend, Sean Engel, right now, breaking down the race from uh, Michigan. And, man, I'm very happy on the sports book to win outright. They have the winning manufacturer, top five finish, and we just went over some race matchups as well. And uh, the thing I like about what Sean was doing, he gave me every single underdog in the matchup too. So, hey, we go two and one. We're going to make some money, big-time money, as we don't have to lay any juice in our matchups. We have the winning manufacturer, Ford, at plus 110 as well. So, Sean, what are we going to do with the race? Uh, we'll first ask you the DFS uh, picks to click. Guys like Bush, Harvick, Truex Jr., Kozlowski, very, very exciting. Expensive, but you need you need the anchors of your team. Give us those, uh, maybe a, a good mid-range pick and a couple uh, dogs that you can put in and try to make some money, not just betting, but on the DFS uh, for the NASCAR race too. So overall, what we're looking at here is, and I'm just going to go straight down the ladder. I'm going to start right from the top here. The top group you have, of course, Kyle Busch, Brad Keselowski, Kevin Harvick, Truex, Elliott, and Logano here. 
a lot of these guys, Logano is my least favorite pick out of this group just because I do expect him to fade back from the field a bit. And Truex, even though I think he's going to be a decent play, he's not going to be as good as the other four here. Keselowski, he's definitely going to be pretty competitive today. Kyle Busch, of course, he's usually competitive every week. And then Harvick, of course, very fast, very quick in practices. Definitely expecting him to be able to compete for the win. And then there's Chase Elliott here. He's starting 17th. I, he's the best pick out of this bunch when it comes to uh, getting some place differential for your DFS lineups today. He's probably the safest pick out of this bunch. And that 10000 on DK here, that's a pretty nice price for him. If you go a little bit further down, some of the drivers that I like are a bit more mid-tier range this week, of course. So yep. we got Clint Boyer, 8,700, Eric Jones, Eric Almarola, Johnson, and Suarez. All these guys I'm expecting to have pretty solid days where they're going to finish ahead of their starting position. So a lot of these guys are looking pretty good overall. I like a lot of the mid-tier guys if you want to craft a DFS lineup. You kind of have to have a bunch of these mid-tier guys. Again, that's Boyer, Jones, Almarola, Johnson, Suarez, and even to an extent Byron, who's starting 21st here. He's look. I'm expecting him in order to climb a few positions into the top 15 here. Now, if we go further down into the bargains here, you have Chris Boucher, you have Paul Menard, and you even have Austin Dillon. Austin Dillon's price on DK this week especially, Cam, is very, very nice in order to fit into your lineups. But also, again, Boucher, he's starting 31st. I'm definitely expecting him to climb quite a few positions. And Menard, he's starting 6th. I know he's going to slip back a few positions, of course, but he's still going to end up finishing better than a lot of those lower-priced guys anyway. So overall, that's what I'm looking at as far as DFS lineups are concerned and just going through and the whole driver lineup. I like where you're going, Sean. Another thing is, and I'll tell George this too, you can get a lot from the DFS numbers on DraftKings and the betting lines. You could do the same for baseball, but look at it. So you got Austin Dillon at a nice price, but uh, you know what, Sean? He's 80 to 1, where you look at other guys, Boucher, 400 to 1. So you could still get the, the cheap guys, and the books obviously know something. If you're getting Menard and Byron and Dillon, these guys are under 100. Well, Menard's 100, but Byron's 80 and 80, where some of those other guys are like 500 to 1. You know what I'm saying, Sean? So you can get value you we're looking for the cheap guys in the books think hey these guys might move up some positions too so always good to look at the betting lines and the dfs lines before constructing your your team oh yeah exactly and uh, while adding on top of DraftKings, you also got to look at FanDuel too because they price some of their yes. drivers a little bit differently as well, especially in comparison to DraftKings. Whereas somebody like Austin Dillon, his price is very, very good on DraftKings. His price on FanDuel is still pretty decent, but not as much where I want to use him in every lineup, though, for example. Exactly. So, Sean, before we go, so I put some bets in. I got uh, Elliott as a bet. I got Harvick plus 140 versus Bush. I got Kozlowski minus 115 versus Truex Jr. We'll give our picks at the end of the show, too. Ford, the manufacturer, win at plus 110. Give me a winner, I guess, if you were to make one bet to win and one bet for top five finish from Mr. Engel, our room room resident NASCAR expert. Overall, I am just going to say that the winner, it's finally going to be his week, and it's going to be Kevin Harvick here. And there's a couple of different drivers that, of course, can get top fives. But uh, one driver that I do, well, two drivers that I like in order to finish top five are Clint Boyer and Eric Almarola. Both of these guys have been very strong throughout practices. And Almarola starting in the second position. I'm expecting he's going to have the better car right from the get-go in place of Joey Logano. He's going to lead a few laps and compete with his teammates in order to compete for the win today. But I'm also expecting Keselowski and Kyle Busch in order to also score top five there so my top five drivers overall would will have to be Harvick Almarola Clint Boyer Brad Keselowski and Kyle Busch that those um, it's not going to be the exact order of the top five right there but those are the drivers that I but, predict are going to finish top five yeah I wouldn't be surprised if three or four of those guys finish, finish in the top five you almost might have kind of like a super race uh, horse race there Sean with the super effect thanks buddy good luck with the picks and I bet some of your picks today too so may the winners be ours friend and the listeners oh yeah well our engines have been all revved up let's go get to racing cam 
<laughs> yeah, let's get some racing, and now we'll get to some baseball. Kurtz, uh, he works uh, with Joe Galina at the fish market without a break, so uh, we'll welcome George Kurtz back in there and talk a little baseball. Kurtz got a look at uh, the Sunday card too, buddy. Lots of uh, lots of action early today. A nice day for baseball. A nice day for a barbecue. Let's get it. Uh, where do you want to start there, George? We'll start with the first game on the docket: Cincinnati and Philadelphia, a team that. Uh, I actually took just a small, small piece of the Reds yesterday, but uh, today it's uh, your old friend Sonny Gray at Aaron Nola. It seems like a short price for the Phillies. Phillies versus the Reds at 105. We, that game goes off. Phillies minus 140, Cincinnati plus 120. Total in this baseball game, 8.5. Reds run line, plus 1.5. Dogs minus 165. Phillies minus 1.5. Favorites to plus 145. George, what do we got here? It seems like Nola's pitching better. 40 cents. Intriguing. All right. So before we uh, talk about this game, I'll get I'll get the baseball news nice. out of the way that you like need to that. know today. Yes, uh, Domingo Sherman, he was uh, placed on the IL by the Yankees hip flexor. The Yankees don't believe it's serious, but he's going to miss a couple of starts here. Uh, the Yankees called up uh, a reliever Hartley, but uh, it's likely Chance Adams will take over uh, Germain's, uh place in the rotation, and that's likely to be on Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Tommy Pham for the you know, Tampa Bay Rays. He's in the lineup today. Pham was hitting the wrist yesterday. Actually, he was hit while you and I were on air, and mm. uh, the wrist stiffened up a little bit, but the MRI, MRI and x-rays came back negative. He's back in the lineup today. Nick Senzel's out, likely just a uh, day off for Senzel. Uh, Robinson Cano for the Mets. We've been waiting for this for a couple of days. He was finally placed on back on the injured list, so no Cano for the Mets. For uh, they say he'll start a rehab assignment on Tuesday, so maybe he's back in the minimum a week after that. I already mentioned J.D. Martinez out for the Boston Red Sox. He's got that back injury, Cam. This is now the fourth game he's missed third day. It's going to be a tough decision tomorrow for uh, fantasy owners and weekly lineup leagues. Do you start him? Do you not? If the Red Sox don't make up their mind yeah. to put him on the IL or not, going to be a rough decision to make for J.D. Martinez owners there. Uh, Adam Jones out today uh, for the Arizona Diamondbacks. He's got an injury of his own. Rafael Devers and Andrew Benatendi both out for the Red Sox. Once again, they're facing Blake Snell, left-hander on the mound. Not a shock there. Didi Gregorius out for the Yankees. Nothing wrong. Yeah, he's just giving him a day off if they came back from the Tommy John surgery on Friday. He's come back very, uh, come back very successfully as well. Nathan Eovaldi had a setback in his uh, rehab from uh, his arm injury, bicep soreness. Doesn't seem to be a major setback, at least not until they get to examine him, but that also, uh, he won't make his next bullpen, so he's out for a little bit. The Houston Astros, they called up Alvarez yesterday. Jordan Alvarez, I love this kid. I think he can hit. I think he can stick with the Astros, too, as well. And there will be some interesting bidding in Fab tonight for Alvarez. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna be in an aggressive bidder for him. I'm not going to go over the top there, Cam, but I'm going to be an imbe- uh, aggressive bidder for Alvarez, who qualifies in the outfield. He's batting fifth today for the Astros. I don't know where he's going to end up batting once Correa, Altuve, and Springer return. But for today and the near future, he looks like he's going to be in a prime spot in the batting order. Vladimir Guerrero is out of the lineup today for the Toronto Blue Jays. A little surprised. It looks like it's just a day off, but a left-hander's on the mound. That's why I'm surprised. Robbie Ray's throwing for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah. I thought he would have played there. And another setback, Dylan Batanz is out uh, for the Yankees, sent back to New York uh, to find out what's going on in that shoulder of his as he's reporting soreness as well. So that's your news as of 12.30 Eastern time. Thank you very much there, George. Just an update, too. Rafael Nadell has won the men's title at the French Open. The Clay Maven does it again over Dominic Team, a very talented Australian. He gets it done, and he covers the numbers of set. He was a minus six-game favorite. He he absolutely got it done, even though team won the second set. Nadal went on to crush and absolutely smoke the man. This guy just gets it done on clay. And also, just one golf bet for you guys that's going to be going off. I like Brent Snedeker, uh, the American over the Canadian Adam Hadwin in a matchup bet at only minus 115. I think Snedeker can win this tournament. I live bet him at 9-1 to one as well. Let's get to the baseball right now, George. So we talked about it. First game off the dock at uh, Cincinnati and Philadelphia. Pretty decent pitching matchup. Nola's been a lot better recently. Sonny Gray for Cincinnati. Philly seemed like a short price at uh, 40 cents, eight and a half, as I mentioned. Uh, what do you think about uh, this ball game? Philadelphia at home to Cincinnati Phillies, minus 140. All right, for the Reds, uh, we got Jesse Winker, Joey Votto, uh, Eugenio Suarez, Derek Dietrich, Yasio Puig, Jose Iglesias, Jose Peraza, Kurt Casale, and Gray. Phillies, Cesar Hernandez, Harper, Segura, Hoskins, Romuto, Bruce, Kingery, Franco, Noah. They're set lineup for the Phillies. Uh, I think the edge is towards the Phillies here. I don't think there's any doubt about that with Nola. But he's been a little – he's better, right? as you said. He's been better of late, but he's still been inconsistent. 
Yep. Gray has certainly been a pleasant surprise. Uh, this is a band box here. This is a game. It, I, I really do. Oh God, I want to go the over, but I'm not going to. I, I always, when I think Philadelphia, I always want to go over, especially when it's a low total, eight and a half. But I'm, I'm not going to touch the over under here. I think I'm going to leave this game alone, period. Comes down to, I just don't trust either pitcher right now. They both might pitch well. One might pitch well. You know, they both might suck. I don't know. You know, so I'm going to leave this game alone. George, discipline. Discipline, discipline. See, ladies and gentlemen, that's George Kurtz. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. You don't feel it? You leave it alone. Next game. <laughs> What's that odor, Georgia? Is it the barbecue? Snell. I, I, I smell something in the air. Minus 130 with Tampa Bay against Rodriguez. Uh, plus 110 over under from Fenway. Eight and a half Tampa Bay in Boston. Tampa Bay on the run line. Minus one and a half favorites. Plus 125. And the Bo Sox. Plus one and a half. Minus 145. What do we got? Snell's killed me recently. It's really hard to go back to him. Tampa Bay. Ah, they look pretty good in the game. Game number one that we bet there, George. They did us a, a favor and put some money in our wallets. You know, mentioned Red Sox. A lot of, lot of their stars not playing in this game. A lot of their hitters here. I mean, their line at Mookie Betts. Christian Vasquez is batting second. That's pretty much all I need to say. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> that is nuts. I mean, this is not a very good hitter here. Uh, Bogart's third. Uh, Michael Chavis fourth. Uh, Eduardo Nunez fifth. Sam Travis, Jackie Bradley, Sandy Leone, Marco Hernandez. I mean, literally, I really didn't uh, expect to make the lineup joke about my high school teammates with the Red yeah. Sox here. So yeah, hard Ch- to like this lineup. Yeah, it is. And Chavis has been really, uh, from a guy that was hot early, he's really struggling. And that's what happens with the young guys in Major League Baseball. Ebbs and flows, George. Yeah, not, not a surprise. We expected that, right? He was going to get 500 and went along with 90 home runs. So that's not a shock here. But uh, Timmy Rays, by the way, Yandy Diaz, Tommy Pham, Brandon Lowe, Avisel Garcia, Travis Donard, William Dames, Christian Arroyo, Gu- uh, Guillermo Heredia, Daniel Robertson. No Austin Meadows here. Once again, more than likely left-hander on the mound. That's probably why he's out there. So this game smells to me like uh, I-, I think Tampa has the edge here. Too many stars out for the Red Sox. Just too many. I think Snell will pitch better here. When I look at this, I start thinking the under. You know, a lot of guys out. Meadows, Benatendi, J.D. Martinez, Devers. A lot of guys out here. Two, two decent pitchers. I know Snell has struggled so much. Erod can be somewhat erratic. But I think these guys are going to really have, not have a lot of problems in this lineup. My only worry, of course, is Fenway Park. Fly balls can be home runs real yeah. easy here. So uh, I might put a little something on the under. I definitely I do like Snell, though, at minus 130. A little high for me, but I, I just too many guys out for the Red Sox. I'm going to have some money on uh, Snell and the under. Snell and the under. Yeah, I, I'm intrigued at a, at, a, at a buck 30. And maybe Snell, it's one of those things, too. Will he get up for it because it's the Red Sox? I, I noticed a couple of his starts where he really sucked. Uh, bad against Kansas City, bad against Detroit. Kind of like, yeah, oh, well. I think he may, maybe he bears down for teams like the Red Sox. I know that's just kind of a theory, but he's really struggled against shitty teams, George. Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder, is he losing focus, right? Yeah, is he losing that's focus? That's what I'm thinking. He, uh, guys, he thinks he should beat us by throwing his glove out there. So that's yeah. what would worry me as well. That's the thing. What do you, what do you think? So with the fly balls, uh, Rodriguez, uh, do you think, so you think in Tampa Bay, a lot of those, you like the under at eight and a half still with both of these guys, even at Fenway? With, cause I don't look at yeah, it's the, it's the weak lineups. No, like I said, no Meadows, Devers, Martinez, uh, and I forgot somebody, Benatendi. That's a lot of firepower out of the lineup for these teams here. And the Rays don't score a lot of runs anyway, generally. So uh, that's why. It, it won't be a heavy amount. It's, it wouldn't be more than 20 bucks, you know, on the under here. I like the Rays more in this game. I think they, uh, they've already won two out of three. It lets you know, by the way, this lets you know how bad the uh, injury is to Martinez. Not playing today against the right-hander. And this was an important series for the Red Sox. Not a must-win in, uh, in June. But this was important. They lose three out of four. They lose in two games to the Rays. They're already eight games behind them, a loss count of the Yankees and Rays. This is a, this is a blow. It lets you know that Mar- that injury to Martinez is concerning. Very concerning. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm i with you uh, there, George. I, I, I just put money on Tampa Bay. I'm not going to smash this game. I think there's uh, other games that we're going to find on the board. It's a very, very busy Sunday. But Snell... In Boston, I got to believe he's going to bear down. And uh, I just look at Boston, too, with some of the with, with, with the uh, guys that you said are injured. These aren't uh, losers either. These are like straight up killers, like the meat of their order, too. I think they're really going to struggle. And when you have the guys like that missing, you know what I mean? Sure, they might get a couple guys out, but I don't trust the guys to bat them in. That's why I think your under has a good chance. There's going to be a lot of yeah. stranded runners today. That's what it feels I, like. I agree. I, I just don't see many runs here. But, yeah, this is Freud, in Fenway, one three-run jack, that's a fly ball, and you lose the yeah. under. So that's why it won't be a lot of money, but it'll be something. 
Yep, just uh, we'll just do a little bit, uh, a, a little sprinkle job, right, George? We don't have to go nuts. Just a little bit of a sprinkle job. Next game on the docket, uh, we'll get to that one too. Arizona and Toronto, as George mentioned. So Vladimir Guerrero will not be in the lineup for Toronto. I will say this, George, watching the Blue Jays every single game and uh, every pitch, uh, it, it, Richard has been pitching better. He seemed to have like one bad inning, and uh, they might be worth a look tonight. I think a lot of people will be looking at Arizona. Greinke shut down the Blue Jays in that game, but. Ray and 40 cents. I think it'll be a popular play. I think uh, I'm going to say put the brakes on people. This might be a very dangerous uh, spot if you like Arizona. I get your thoughts on that one quickly. George, we'll go through the rest of the board. Uh, I'm sort of leaning towards Arizona here. I don't know if I'm going to put any money on it, but I like Arizona and Robbie Ray here, especially with no Vladimir Guerrero in the lineup here. A little surprised he's not playing against a left-hander. Yeah, it's going to be up to smoke. He might be a good uh, DFS uh, option today. Stick around, everybody. Kurt Stewart Angle go through the rest of the baseball betting board and a whole lot more. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, along with George Kurtz. Hope you're having a good Sunday, getting ready for, uh, you know, betting DFS, having some fun, barbecuing. Yeah, it's what it's all about right now. We're going through the baseball board. Hey, George, uh, what uh, DFS baseball are you going to play? The one early games, or are you going to wait a little bit? Because I want to get uh, some picks to click with you. Uh, what slate are we looking at here today? Uh, I, I have line, lineups for both. Yeah, yeah, you know me. I I, I play. It's, it's it's Sunday, man. We It's too many baseball games. I play them all. Uh, we got 15 games. We had 17 games yesterday. That was awesome. It was. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That's the thing. I'll go through the one Jays game, but the other games are after 1 o'clock. So people playing DFS, I want to make sure you give them some picks to click there. Uh, if they're going to play the early slate before the afternoon games. We're just finishing one more game before we get to the DFS, and then we'll go back to the baseball betting board. Uh, Error 107 start, Arizona and the Blue Jays. Ray, 40 cents. So you say you're on Arizona today. You don't like what the Blue Jays are offering. I will say this. Smoke might be a good pick from DFS, though, if they're going to get some runs. Uh, it's lefty on lefty. Uh, oh, it's right. Yes. Yeah, so uh, not so sure <laughs> I'm going to be going on that. <laughs> that's my that's my bad. Sorry about that. I don't like yeah. Why is Guerrero out there? The guy, I I just don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. Like he's a young guy. I, I understand. I understand. Guys need a break. I yeah, I agree with that. He doesn't that. need a break though. He doesn't need a break. He's just he just got here. Like you I know, think you find also, a be- you you find a better spot. Yeah. How about how about not a Sunday afternoon when you're bringing the kids to the park? How about a Monday or Tuesday game? Does that sound about right? Like you I, know what I mean? I agree. <sighs> For me, I'm just I'm just not doing it against a left-hander. Yeah. Why would you Why would you do it against a left-hander? It's a, another you know, point. You know, exactly. I mean, that, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's not like they give me some kind of track record. Oh no, he doesn't hit this guy. The guy's been up a month. I don't think there's any kind of track record there. So I got to face Robbie Ray before. So well, weird. I mean, maybe, maybe there's something going on here that we don't know about. He's got a little nagging injury, and then, of course that's fine. Yeah. Got to do what you got to do here. But uh, I was surprised to see him out of the lineup. I was. Yeah, my bad. Sorry about uh, Ray being a lefty there. I was thinking because Smoke, uh, yeah, it's the other way around. You know, I thought I thought he might be a good DFS play. But let's get to the pitchers there, George. Uh, uh, Odorizzi, as we talked about from an MVP uh, standpoint, that, uh, you know, 6-7-1, to one where depending where your uh, book is and where you show up, he's uh, very, very expensive today. 10900 against the Tigers and Carpenter. Robbie Ray, we, as you mentioned him, versus the Jays, 10600 Uh Bieber for Cleveland against your Yankees. He's uh, very expensive, ten thousand two hundred bucks. Snell, Gray, Miley. Well, what, what, what do we do here, George? Lots of beautiful options from the pitcher, and uh, I think we have choices if we don't want to break the bank. Yeah, we do have choices here, right? We got. Uh, I said Odorizzi is going to be one of the top guys. Ten nine. I'm okay with that. We already told Blake Snell. Now you're right; he's been inconsistent. But once again, with all those guys, Ben Attendee, Devers, J.D. Martinez, Christian Vasquez is batting second. 
All right. I mean, 9,800, I'm okay with that. I, I am okay with that. Even in Fenway, left-handed there. Max Freed going up against Lopez in Miami. Once again, just picking on the bad, uh, bad offense. He has 7,100. I think you have to look at him. He, he's, he's my second pitcher. And I think that's kind of easy for me. Uh, I mean, I'm, not, I said, I'm not even really thinking about that. I think uh, Max Freed has to be in my lineup. And yesterday, uh, George, just to give you some more uh, kudos, we talked about Kashner. He did get, he did reach his uh, value, fourteen and a half points. He was forty nine hundred dollars for Baltimore. Six innings pitched would have been uh, nice for more strikeouts. He only had three, but one earned run. You know, he got it done. Fourteen and a half points there for forty nine hundred dollars is decent. Absolutely, it would allow you to get bigger bats in the lineup. You had to hit on those bats. That was the idea that you had to hit on the bats if you want Kashner. Forty nine hundred. Uh, I, I thought that was a gift. Kansas Pierce had pitched okay this season. I'm not going back to the well, though. <laughs> so what uh, mid-tier guys, I guess, in Georgia, if we're not going to go for the, the Lopez's, the Sparkman's of the world, Green, yeah, these pass, 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 pass. Other than, like, uh, guys that go to Reezy, Snell, uh, who else do you think uh, might be worth, worth something in mid-range? Well, I mentioned for me, it's, it's Max Freed, 7,100. I mean, I don't think to do any yep. better than that. I mean, Chase Anderson at 69, he didn't do so well his first start this week. I don't know if I'm loving that. I don't know if I don't, I don't think I would go that direction. Uh, Chad Green for the Yankees is just, is just an opener there. So there's not a lot to like. I think the next guy I look at would be the lowest number on the slate, but not the Lopez, 4,600, but he's generally been bad. It is KC, but he's generally been bad. Problem with Lopez, he gives up the long ball, and that could really ruin a, a, a day. You know, he gets smoked and the party's over, right, George? Yeah, <laughs> pretty pretty much. Parties over, turn out the lights. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it worked yesterday with our boy uh, with the cash man, but uh, think we're gonna pass right there on Lopez. We'll find uh, some good options. But Snell, if you're gonna play him, guys, play him against Boston while they have this weak uh, lineup. Catcher George, a guy that's been good to us all year, uh, especially you, Garver. We put him in the lineup, but now he's fifty three hundred dollars. See, that's a problem. Kind of goes against our paying up for catcher theory. What do you think about uh, uh, this one? What do you, what do we do here? catcher i know you like to go cheap yeah i mean you're right garo was a nice play for so long but now the, the price is caught up uh torino's 4400 he's been doing great uh i like him 4400 against uh, dylan bunny who does give up some home runs i mean realmuto's right. like 4200 torino's is going bonkers right now wow yeah good calls hits uh home, home runs in three of his last four hell five rbis 28 points 18 points nine points 14 Chirinos, El, he's El Hito. He's on fire, man. You're right. Good call there, George. I like Torinos, but you know you got JT Vermuto, forty-two hundred. That's two hundred dollars less than Torinos. So I think uh, yep. it's one of those two for me. Uh, and I, I, I've got them both in different lineups, so I, I went both ways here. So I'm not saving as much money as I generally would like, but I think the price is right here for Torinos uh, or or Vermuto, depending on which way you want to go. Yeah, I like that Rio Muto against uh, Sonny Gray there. Uh, his production is very, very solid. First base position, we talk about Bell. He's amazing, $5,600, oh, George. That changes things when I got to go, uh-oh, I'm going to the store, and, uh, yeah, I'm whipping out the big bills. I wanted to really, you know, keep this shopping trip light. He's expensive, but, you know, Freddie Freeman, another guy that we talked about, he's just absolutely been raking. He's been good for Atlanta. Bruce Santano, Alonzo, are we going to go dig, dig, dig a little bit deeper at the first base position? Well, you know, you could spend up. You want to go Bell, Freeman, fine. Even Bruce, that price has gotten up there now. Fifty-three hundred. Wow, that's uh, that's kind of annoying. Yeah, to put that it nicely. Is annoying. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised his price I'm got sorry. up there it's right. Too high. And that's it got up there so fast. It got up there so yeah, fast, man. I, I think that's so a mistake. That, that's that's too much. You're not you're not paying that much. No way. No. Once once again, I look at Philadelphia. I don't know. Listen, I know Sonny Gray's pitched well, but Hoskins forty-two hundred. It's almost forcing me to go to Philadelphia stack. You know, Realmuto, Hoskins, uh, Mancini, uh, 4,200 against Wade Miley. So I like that. I just, I like just need that. to get one there. Just get one there, buddy, and I'll be very happy there. So that would be somebody like uh, Nunez, same thing uh, for Baltimore. Although I wouldn't have both. I wouldn't put Mancini in the outfield and Nunez at first base. I won't do that. I know Votto, the price is nice at 3800 but against Nola, more than likely going to pass. I don't have him, Votto in any lines. I've, it seems like I've – it's funny. With uh, Votto, it seems like I've thought about him in every lineup and then found a reason not to go with him in every lineup. <laughs> you thought about him yesterday too, right? We were talking about his yeah. price point. I, I, I keep doing you know, it, but can't, I can't pull a trigger. <laughs> I just can't pull a trigger. I don't, I don't you know, the, price, the price is good though. 
It is good. It is good. Second base, we got Musakis, the Moose 5,300, Merrifield 49, Marte 48, Dietrich 48, LeMahieu 47. Keep digging. We got low a little bit deeper at uh, 4,300. Uh, Chavis, we talk about with Boston. He's cold. Uh, Sogard of Toronto, 4,000 bucks. What do we do here, George? Uh, this is a, a, a little bit trickier. Who's on your radar? Yeah, second base is always trickier for some reason. There's not, not many good second basemen out there. You know, uh, Moustakas, who we love, but he's facing a left-hander, uh, so I'm not going to go with him. Merrifield's been a little cold of late, not going there. Dietrich's got Noah. I mean, you could play it safe at LeMayu, who seems like he gets two hits every game, right? So you could go there against uh, against Shane Bieber, not that he's a hard throw, going to blow the ball by him. Albie's been quiet. Jonathan Villar, you need those own bases. Hernandez, almost the same thing, been quiet. There's not a lot here that I love. What about it's your just, Philadelphia stack with Hernandez? Throw him in the mix. Nah, no, no, nah, because I think once again, so saying you need those stolen bases, and he's the yeah. he's been kind of quiet lately. So I think you're looking for a guy who's sort of off the board here. This is where I'm going to try and save some money. Kipnis had three hits the other night versus the Yankees here, and like I said, the Yankees are going with uh, an opener that a whole bunch of relievers. Good you know, my only problem with Kipnis, my only problem with Kipnis is this though. I'm guessing here. There's no other Yankees watching the games. I think your second reliever, the guy who's going to go three, four innings, is probably Cortez, who's a left-hander. He's a soft-throwing left-hander. He's not going to bother Kipnis, but that might be the one thing that keeps me uh, away from him there is that I just don't know if I want to go Kipnis going uh, up against him. Uh, you know, lefty-on-lefty lefty thing there because he doesn't hit lefties all that well. Other than yeah. that... It's not a lot to like you. I might. I'm thinking, you know, it's funny. Hetcher of the Mets, who I uh, think can hit a little bit yep. up against Hoffman, 3,500. Either way, it doesn't matter what I'm doing here. I'm saving money. I got to ask you, George, here's two really cheap guys. Uh, you talked about Kipnis in the same ballpark. Robertson from Tampa Bay or Drury from Toronto, righty on lefty. They're 3,100 bucks. Any, uh, any love there? I like, I know Drury is a name I was about to mention. I went to Hedgeveri instead. I, I like Drury as well. Once he, I think whatever we pick from the second baseman, we're hoping for one, one a bomb. Yeah, I'm looking for that guy. Drury's who might hit the been ball. pretty good actually. Like he's one of those guys. He's kind of sneaky. Like he's dirt cheap and he could perform. I think at thirty one hundred dollars, he's well worth a look. I think that's Drury's a good player. Yeah, I know he is. He's just, he, he he's more of a consummate professional rather than uh, yes, like, a, yes. like a fantasy guy. Like if you like baseball, you like what Drew, I like what Drury brings to the table. He's a pro, and at thirty one hundred dollars, he's worth putting in in DFS. I think it's a good spot if you want to save money in that position. Third base, George. Where do we go? Uh, there's a lot of uh, better options here at third base than second base. That's for sure, buddy. <laughs> Oh, sorry, I just had to sneeze there. Yeah. Uh, third base, third, ah, shoot, third base making me a little, a little nervous, I guess. All right, so, uh, I mean, once again, my highest option, I uh, Escobar, 5,200. Uh, I get with Arizona, Toronto. Bull, Bull flies out of Toronto, so we always want those guys there. Moncada, 5,000. It's a little too pricey for me, but I, I like it. I do. Uh, so, so, no, man, it's a le- that Carpenter, he's a, he's a left-hander. So, you know, Snow. So, Right-hander, once again, deep shot. I think he could do some damage. Deep yeah, shot. that's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for here. I'm looking for that. I'm looking for that home run. I'm looking for that bomb here. I'm definitely. I keep saying this. We said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Jose Ramirez, sort of like Votto. His price point is so good. It's 3,900. Love it, but he can't hit right now. He just can't hit right now. You know what? Uh, I I, I want to get some Cleveland Indians in my lineup because they're facing all these Yankee relievers and they won't get to the good Yankee relievers unless the Yankees have a lead in the sixth, seventh inning. Because lately they haven't had. You know, so he's a guy I'd, I'd like to I'd like to put in there for that price, but he's just not hitting right now, and that's my issue with him. Uh, once again, you could, you could consider Drury here as well. By the way, if you found a better second baseman, Drury at thirty one hundred as your third baseman is fine as well. Austin Riley, once again, if you want to spend up for fifty one hundred, I mean, no one can blame you for that. Austin Riley has been a monster right now. Yeah, I'm with. You. I think we might have to spend up there. Moncada, Riley, those are very, very good options. And uh, yeah, at the third base position, if we save other places, we can do some damage there. I think that's it's a time to spend, George. I think those are good options. Shortstop, what do we got here? We got Lindor Chocolates at fifty-seven hundred dollars. Mondesi for the Royals with cheese, fifty-five hundred. Trevor, tell me a story. Fifty-two hundred bucks. Polanco, Mr. Anderson, uh, Bogarts, Swanson dinners. Sounds like a lot of uh, options, George. I'm just keeping you hungry. We could go all, all over the buffet at the shortstop position. Well, I'm not going story at Syndergaard pitching today. I know Syndergaard's been up and down, but I'm yeah. going to stay away from story. I just had that one for my uh, for my bad jokes, George. Story. I think I'll I'll pass on the on reading a book today. 
Story's had a great year, man. He's another guy yeah. who could be in the MVP guy talk, by the way. Good call. Uh, and his odds are like crazy compared to like other guys, too. He's, he's had a, a fantastic season. He has been that good. Uh, Lynn, I'm, I am leaning towards Lindor about spending up here for, fi- uh, for the 5,700. I did mention I want to get at least one Indian in my lineup, if not two, as I think they might do some damage today. Polanco at 5,100. I like him as well. I like the Twins today also. I think they're going to score some runs. So they're after being shut down yesterday. I just don't see what Tigers doing that two days in a row. Uh, it's uh, Tim Anderson, 5,000 against uh, Sparkman. No issues there. Not going Bogarts. Uh, Swanson against Lopez. Swanson, once again, having a very good season that we really didn't see happening here. So he's someone I, I like here. I think uh, he can, once again, do some damage. You know, if you want to say, you want to really get a shot in the dark, you know, my high school teammate, Richie Martin, he had a big home run the other night. <laughs> he's got that, uh, he's got that, uh, Wade Miley, the soft throwing left hander. Maybe he can get a hold of another one. Listen, I was surprised Martin could hit a ball that far. Uh, almost shocked when I saw that ball land, but uh, he did, and it went. So maybe we get lucky and we go back to the well twice. He's expensive, but Polanco against Carpenter looks real juicy to me. I like that, too. Like a nice, fat steak. I want to put, sink my teeth into it. Like this Carpenter, could he could get rocked. Like I could see Polanco having a huge day today, George. Huge. Yeah, I think the Twins are uh, are a player. Good, yeah. Uh, I I think they are because I just can't see the Tigers shutting them down twice. What they went six three yesterday, something like that. I think the Twins rebound today and score some runs. Uh, if it wasn't if it wasn't a left-handed pitching, I'd probably think about Kepler from my outfield yeah. and several other guys too. Nelson Cruz is banging. I think he's a play today as well. And outfielders, George, before after the break, we get to the rest of the baseball betting board uh, options. We talk about the MVP, Elich. He's expensive. Uh, Bruce, no thank you at 5,300, even though, you know, if he was cheaper, I think he'd uh, make the menu. Kepler, Blackman, Marte, Riley, Gordon. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talk about some of these guys. Uh, who, any, anybody else? Is there a couple other guys? Like, let's go to the bargain bin, George. That's going to separate us. If you had to save some money, who are some uh, cheaper options that you like at outfield? All right, we should always be looking at cheaper options because, well, once again, we need to save cash here. Save, I did save. Mention, I'm cheap, George. Yeah, I did, Real tight. <laughs> I, I did mention uh, Nelson Cruz at 4,400, uh, something yep. I'm certainly looking at. Nel- uh, Lorenzo Cain, 4,300. Mancini, 4,200. Uh, some guy, I'm waiting for him to take over the uh, Kingery. It wouldn't be today, but Kingery at 4,100, I think you need to watch for the future as I think he will start to hit better. Uh Yasio Puig, he's the definition of you needing to run into one tonight against uh, That's, I was against at Puig. Him. He's 3800 bucks. That's a good price. Right. That's what I'm looking for here. Randall Grychuk's the same thing. He's had a hot week. And he's what? righty on lefty Love here. Love that pick. That is a great – how much is – oh, my guy, he's $3,600. Grychuk's – yeah, no, that's good. That's a good call, George. He had 34 points against your Yankees. Like, he's starting to feel it. And the thing about Grychuk is he's all or nothing. When he hits it, it's, it's a bomb. It's a double or a bomb. Yeah, I said uh, he needed to run, run into him, but he was hot this week, and I, that's why I don't mind putting him back in there. Eloy Jimenez, same thing uh, for the White Sox. Can he run into one here? He's been a little quiet of week. I prefer Grychuk of the two. I'll spend a couple extra hundred dollars. Those would be guys lower lower on my list that you might want to go for. How about Gardner? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start with me. No, I know. I'm not going to start with you. Jason. Go helmet. Yeah, go. Yeah, 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 go helmet. He's th- the crazy thing is he's the same price as Puig and all these other guys. That's not a good. That's not good value, right? Guard is like over his last twenty. <laughs> I'm not, that's not a joke, by the way. He is. You would, you would even, you would even put him in the quarter bin if he was like, uh, what, what's the, what's the cheapest player? Three that twenty two hundred bucks. Twenty two hundred. <laughs> Yeah, George is passing on Gardner, even if he was 2200 bucks After the short break, line? guys. Yeah, yeah. He I, is in yeah, the lineup. He's been said it. What the hell? Yeah, I said it. He is in the lineup. Who benches everybody else but won't bench Gardner? <laughs> Back after the short break. More betting. <laughs> 